Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son, on Booking the Territory podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory's Smoky Mountain Wrestling podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling episode 159 from February the 11th, 1995. I'm sitting here with Doc, and we're waiting on Harper to join us, and he just went green, Doc, on his little bubble thing. And if we don't sound good, it's because we're still having issues with our recording and software system. But the show's here. As a matter of fact, we dropped the show early, an NWA show, two in one week. Don't look for that one. I hope you weren't looking for the, the next one the week after because the problem was the idiot producer dropped it early by accident. We'll leave it at that. Doc, how are you? I feel like we're, uh, we've turned into, uh, what is it? Like Much 88. Joe. No, no. I think it's like 88 cross. The, uh, the on the field, pro, the on, in the ring product has never been better, but the, but the office was just a shit show beyond, com- beyond comparison. Are you, you, know? are you still on your phone? Have you, have you done your computer yet thing? No, I'm still on my phone. Jesus Christ. Hopper, I think hey. you're, how are you doing, man? Fine. Tired? You work last night? Yeah. Ready to get this show on the road and over with? Yeah, for real. I hear that. Look at all this Fuck. optimism that's going into this show to get started. Huh? Fuck I mean, that. We better talk about some wrestling. We better talk about some wrestling pretty quick because otherwise people are going to be like co- providing a suicide hotline numbers for us. Uh, why don't you get close to your router? Because uh, you were breaking up pretty bad throughout this whole opening, just so you what know. What the fuck? Uh, I've got full, full bars, pal. No, you don't. Oh, well, 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 you're breaking up. We just won't put that out there. Pal. How's that sound, pal? Hopper, um, well, Doc, anything else before we get started? Enjoy that intro music. Yeah, I know. I hope you did enjoy this week's intro music. um, If you're watching along with us, because it is the last time you will hear that version of the Smoky Mountain Wrestling intro music at the beginning of Smoky Mountain. uh, Because next the the new intro starts. It's got to be close to coming to the end, huh? What's got to be close? The promotion? Yeah. Well, there's only 200 episodes of Smoky Mountain Wrestling TV, so yes. So what are we on? 159. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we're about to be done. That sucks. And we're going to have a BTT party when we're done, right, Doc? God damn. We're going to eat some spam and do what? Drink some fucking cheap beer? Go down down in the coal mine and get Get black black lung. Yeah. Get some black lung and 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 I, and I listen to uh, Confederate Railroad. Maybe diddle our diddle our cousin or our sister. Well, I yeah. think going down to the coal coal mine and getting some black lung may be better than going down to New Orleans and getting shot. So I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, we got a 
We got well, but the way we record this, it's another ten months. Oh fuck! All right. Uh, technically, but for us, it's only this is forty-one episodes left, and it may not even be that because Doc wants to combine some episodes. I do not. That's exactly what he said to me at work, just so y'all know. He said, it gets so bad, we should combine a few episodes. I said, okay, you know what? We'll let you produce this thing and see if it ever makes air. Anyway, let's get into this. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Again, episode 159 from February the 11th of 1995. This is taping number four from Sevierville, Tennessee at Sevier County High School. Lesson... Les Thatcher and Jim Ross open up the show, and they mention that Brian Anderson is back. Mm. I'm sure that uh, made everybody wake up. And then Robert Gibson will take on Unabomb. A couple other things happening. Um, well, with that said, we go straight to the first match. It is Brian Anderson versus Tommy Pittner. Brian Anderson wins with the Anderson armbar, and that was that. So, Doc, your thoughts on the uh, opening match, if any. Uh, did you hear Les point out that he isn't flashy? In the most obvious statement of all time. Yeah, um, that was a Notre Dame statement there, um, I guess. Uh, yeah. And then I don't know about y'all, but the arm, bar, the Anderson armbar submission in 1995 isn't cutting it for me. No, I think we, I think we've said that like a few times. All three. He was, he was on the mat a lot. He was on the mat a lot, and your Skype is breaking up a lot, just so you know. I don't know what you want. Come on. Jesus. I need you to go closer to the router. I can't. Okay. As he sits on the floor, Indian style. Yeah, crawl underneath the floor. Hey, you can't say that. You got to say crisscross applesauce. (laughs) Applesauce. You fucking racist fucking fuck. (laughs) All right. Oliver, any thoughts on Brian Anderson and Tommy Pittner? Uh, no. <laughs> no. We mentioned. <laughs> I, I, dude, I'm with you, man. I just had to ask for, uh, you know, for for reasons of the show. We get a replay of the finish of the match with Jerry Lawler defeating Dirty White Boy for the Smoky Mountain Wrestling title, thanks to uh, Buddy Landell's help when Buddy Paul drives Dirty White Boy. And then the ref makes the three count. That is followed by another replay of Buddy. Then taking on the Dirty White Boy, and Dirty White Boy wins with a quick cradle pin. Again, um, a nice little series. I don't say nice, but a, a definite uh, um, series of replays here at the very beginning of Smoky Mountain to cover what has happened recently. Now, with that said, since Doc doesn't do replays, uh, let's go to Jerry Lawler's first promo, or let's go to Jerry Lawler's promo following all of those replays. Here it is. He's with Les Thatcher. Mountain Heavyweight Wrestling Champion, Jerry the King Lawler. And Jerry, on that big weekend, on the 25th, you square off the brawl in the hall in Johnson City, defending the title against the former champion, the Dirty White Boy. That's right. Finally. Exactly. Now, no matter who wins, the both of you square off again the next day, the 26th, in the afternoon at Knoxville Civic Coliseum, and the winner of that match meets Nature Boy Buddy Landell. I'm excited. Well, what did you, what did you stand here, you think that's going to, like, strike... Fear into my heart or something? Well, Can you see this? You see what I'm holding in my hand? Yes. You know what I am? I am the champion. You think that I'm supposed to be afraid of these guys? Bring them on. I have been chasing, if the truth is known, I have been chasing the dirty white boy all over the country trying to get him to step back in the ring with me, and I finally got him cornered in Johnson City. Because, you see, I've been sick of the fact that you 
you and the dirty white boy, have been perpetuating the rumor that I needed assistance to win this belt. I want to prove it once and for all. It was no fluke. The better man won. The king won, as I will in Johnson City and as I will, as I will once again in Knoxville. It'll be no problem. Bring them on. Two, three, four at a time. I don't care. Do you understand that? So that indeed, if you do win in Johnson City and in Knoxville, in Knoxville, you'll be facing the man who helped Still you. Still haven't belt. learned, have you? Buddy Landell. I, know. I get the mic here. You here. There you go. See, I'm a slow study. I, I realize that. Real slow. I heard that you had one of your kids put in rehab because he was hooked on phonics. Now, let me tell you something. Straighten up around here, okay? okay. I'm the king. I'm the champion. First off, it's going to be... <laughs> dirty white boy, and then it's going to be Dirty White Boy and Buddy Landell. I don't care. Buddy Landell's been trying to hang around me, been trying to pal around, coming around, you know, saying, hey, King, you know, I helped you win that belt. You didn't help me win anything, Landell. Do you understand that? Everything I've ever accomplished in life, I've done it on my own. I am the king, the only king, and I am the champion, the only champion right now, and I will be for as long as I want to be. That understood? That's understood. Anything else you want to talk about now? Whatever huh? you'd like. Okay. Let me take just a minute to explain to you morons here in East Tennessee. I know that you are so, you're so jealous of us over in Memphis. You know, that's where everybody can read, everybody can write. What are you laughing at? I know that your parents, your parents used to sign your report card with an X because they didn't want anybody that had a kid like you to know that they could read and write. You know that's the truth, isn't it? Huh? Well, I want to tell you people something. When I got off the plane here in Knoxville, the stench knocked me to my knees. Now, you know what it is? I think it's their breath. Matter of fact, I brought you an odor eater to suck on later on, okay? I want you people to go out to the grocery store or the drugstore. They got a new invention. It's called toothpaste. You take it, you put it on a little brush, and you stick it in your mouth, and you move it around like this. You see what I'm talking about? Wait a minute. That's assuming they have teeth. <laughs> you, I saw the guy in Knoxville the other day. He had a sign in his mouth that said, next tooth one mile. <laughs> you morons, you're hopeless. You're pathetic. I'm the king. <laughs> you know, I... Uh, uh, Doc, I'll throw it to you first. What you got? That's how it's done. Is that all you got? No. Okay. Um, when he when he told Les, you still haven't learned, have you? And pointed the mic. That popped me. Just it it popped Les too. Yeah. Um, I'm a slow study, or something like that. Uh, <laughs> he's just so good at this. I mean, he's out there giving Tammy's tips again. The hooked on phonics that he's busting on the area. He's busting on the talent. He's putting himself over. He's busting on less. And it's just all so comfortable. He's just riffing and just. He is comfortable being the king and it shows. I mean, it's just evident. Hobble, what do you have? Yeah, because you worry about these guys if they're just going to phone it in because it's just Smoky Mountain wrestling and they're from WWE. But yeah, I mean, he was the king. He was fucking Jerry Lawler. Just if it, if it was a Monday, if it was a Monday night raw. Yeah, that's a good point. I agree with everything y'all said. And on top of that, 
I hate to beat this dead horse, but you think any of that was scripted? Not a, no. not a, not a word. It was like, how long you need me to go, Jim, Jimmy? All right, I got it. What I want to know, what I'd rather know is how close to the target did he hit on the time? Like, oh, you can go five minutes. Yeah, we'll, well never know, but, but like, what did Jimmy give him? And then how close did he hit it without a script? Okay. So I can tell you from start to finish, it went three minutes and 16 seconds because I have that timestamp sitting in front of me. So like, I, hey, give me I three, give, you, give me three minutes or so. I, yes. I bet you that's what Cornette told him. I need three minutes. And he went over just by a little And then it, they hit the red light off and he goes, was that good, Jimmy? And he goes, sure was. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I mean, I, it's that's that's. That's how it's done, man. And you and some people might say it's 95. So over in ECW, they were cutting real life promos and this is still cartoony and, and corny. Bro, this is Southern wrestling. And so I, I disagree. Oh, yeah. Now, this was good. Oh, yeah. This was better than good. All right. We'll keep going because Buddy Landell is going to respond after this promo from Lawler, where they go they go directly to it. So let's see what Budrow has to say. Here it is. I've been set back thinking about this thing. I'm not really upset no more because I want to keep my wits to me. You see, when I ride down the road in my limousine, all I can think about is the dirty white boy and Jerry Lawler. I'm in my hot tub with a good-looking woman. I look over on one side, I see Jerry Lawler. On the other side, I see the dirty white boy. That's all right. I'm not upset. Gen- Johnson City, the 25th, they, want to, they don't even want me to be on the wrestling card. That's fine. I'm not upset, but I'm going to be there, Johnson City, because I'm going to tell you why. I'm an unhappy camper, and I'm going to cause things to happen. Then the next night, the 26th, Sunday, bloody Sunday, let me explain something to you. I get to wrestle the winner. If it's Jerry Lawler, I can take him out just like that. And if it's a dirty white boy, I can't think of a better present than to beat him for that belt that he just won back prior match. So I'm coming to you, dirty white boy. Jerry the Lawler, I can't stand neither stinking one of you. I'm walking out, the Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Champion, the 26th Sunday, bloody Sunday. Bank on it. All right, buddy. Buddy, buddy, we're going to need you to do that again. You forgot to say the word Jerry the King Lawler. So we're going to need you to recut that, please. Uh, That's what would have happened back today, but I thought that was a good wrestling promo. And I, I thought... We've seen Buddy be like over the top and crazy and funny and dancing and, you know, showing his lat cuts and all that kind of stuff. But now I like this side that he's serious and he's going to make things happen. And imagine being in a hot tub with Dirty White playing Jerry the King Lawler. Jesus. Yeah. And the broads in there with them. <laughs> well. There's Let's, a joke. There's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. What is it? First off, let me say this about. What that. are you gonna do? What are you? What, I can't. I can't say it. Uh, no. Nah. Well, well, what are you gonna off, do if, if you? Go ahead, what? I don't know. What is I was just, I'm just gonna. I'm just. I'm just saying, bro. First off, this. This. We make a joke about Lawler and the underage women. I. Uh, uh, let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me clarify one thing. A younger woman, as long as they're 18, 
is obviously not an issue. If he's if he's nailing under eighteen, fuck him. But anyway, I just wanted to point that clarification out. Right, and and we know he likes younger women. I mean, his wife or what his last I don't know where his current status is, but she was like twenty five years younger than him. I mean, and there's no like you said, there's no crime in that. People got taste. If you wanna if you wanna follow the the law of the land and pursue your dreams, then you know. This is a great this is a great country to do that. <laughs> I'm just saying. All I'm saying is it, it, legal age. But I'm saying I, I'm, but I'm just you go saying legal age. Fuck you. You're an idiot. I hate that's you. nice. I just am thinking that if we're in that hot tub, we might have to ask everybody if their parents know where they are. That's tonight. nice. <laughs> Let's assume that the ladies are eighteen for the Okay, well, Harper, hot. if you're in the if you're in a big hot tub with Jerry Lawler, are you going to be a little nervous too? Because you don't want to get swept up in the sting, pal. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I would, knowing what I know now, <laughs> I'd be like, y'all have some ID on y'all because I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not being a part of this. <laughs> I'm gonna head home and read the Bible. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, that was I was somewhere one time and oh, I ain't going to say the person's name. Uh, this dude, I swore the bras he would bring to these shows were not of age. And he was like in his early 20s with me. Oh. And he used to be like, man, y'all, you know, we're going out after motherfucker. <laughs> I see you in a few weeks at the next show. You go your ass wherever you're hey, going. We're we're unprofessional, and we're filthy, <laughs> and we say some crazy things on here. But let's let's draw the line where the line needs to be drawn. You need to leave yes. the children. You need to leave the children alone. Yeah. I mean, I there's two things I don't like is is messing with the children and messing with the with the with the animals, man. Leave 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 that stuff alone, man. You want you want to go do bad things. You want to do, do go do bad things. Pick on some adults. <laughs> That's there's nice. your there's your BTT PSA of the day right there. Amen, brother. Reach no. reach oh. reach for the stars. If you want to abuse something, go abuse an adult. <laughs> okay, that's I don't know if I'm gonna stand by that, but, but I'm not saying you to abuse anybody, but leave the women. Well, leave I, the I yeah, leave it's, leave it's, the kid. Little- Leave the kids and the puppy dogs and the kitty cats out of it. Yes. All right. Um, but that was Landel, good from good. that was good from Buddy. I mean, he's good. I like it when he snapped his fingers. I can take him like that. Hopper, you have anything else from Buddy right there? He looked good in a suit. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And he's gonna get ripped open, ripped off of him. Yeah. But we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um. We go then from that to a very long replay from Saturday, Super Saturday Night Fever, the match with the gangsters and the heavenly bodies. Uh, basically, it was a war. They 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 just spill outside the arena. It was very reminiscent as we talked about the brawl with the Fantastics and heavenly bodies in very early Smoky Mountain. Uh, they literally chased the gangsters down the street and away from the building by the time this thing was all done. Um, this replay uh, probably was a good 10 minute replay. Uh, so I'm going to assume Doc has nothing from it. And Boy, I would... do you know how many times I hit the 10 second fast forward on YouTube that yeah. works better than the WWE networks? Well, I'm not a mathematician, but if it's a 10 minute replay, you hit that 10 second fast forward a lot of times. Wouldn't that be, if you use a 10 minute replay, wouldn't that be 60 times? Yeah. Well, no, more than that, right? 
It'll be 73 times. Well, technically, it wasn't a 10-minute replay. It was like 11, so it would be 72 times, right? Right. Yeah, but like Harper said, I probably hit it a 73rd time, and then went, oh, shit, and then we came back a little bit. <laughs> All right, so let's go to Jim Cornette and the Heavenly Bodies after the replay. Corny has something to say, and he's going to pop me. Here it is. I think the gangster behavior is just a little bit outrageous. I mean, their conduct is way beyond belief, if you ask me here at Smoky Mountain. Huh? What do you think, Jimmy, about this outrageous behavior? No, 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 not at all. I think they need much more mannerism. <laughs> and definitely, Jim, a lot more etiquette. Oh, etiquette, yes. Oh, gangsters, you're so offensive. As a matter of fact, what we're going to do is we're going to teach you some manners. You see, let me explain something to everybody. We're not running a popularity contest here. We don't want everybody to like us. Most people seem to be on our side fine. Like us, hate us, run us a foot race. We don't particularly care. You see, gangsters, you talk about being problem children. You talk about being out there in the streets running wild. I got news for you. You were still in high school stealing hubcaps when these guys were on top of professional wrestling. I was in front of 25,000 people in the Superdome when you were still taking envelopes with numbers in them and running them up and down the road when you were in grammar school. You are a couple of guys who haven't figured out yet that you're a little fish now in a real big pond. I'm a problem child, that's right. Yeah, I got personality defects. I'll be the first one to admit it. I go off sometimes. I like to get my own way. I like to get things the way I want them. Sometimes I flip a little bit. Tom Pritchard, personality problems. He was a problem child. When he was in school, you think he wanted to cut this hair to be on a football team? Not a chance. He couldn't make curfew if you gave him 24 hours grit leeway. You talk about Jimmy Del Rey, a problem child. The guy has never behaved a day in his life and don't intend to start now. So what you have getting in the ring at the doubleheader weekend is a couple of guys who don't play by the rules, who don't fit into society, and they're managed by the biggest misfit of them all who don't care what anybody thinks. I'm a jerk. Yes. There you go. Right here. Yep. And I don't care because gangsters, we're going to teach you a lesson. Smoky Mountain Street fight at the Brawl in the Hall in Johnson City on February 25th. Anything goes. It can be wild. It can be crazy. And believe me, we have moved more furniture than Allied Van Lines and will do so in Johnson City that night. And then, Sunday Bloody Sunday holds a special place in my heart because it's a six-man tag. Me and the Heavenly Bodies together, the three musketeers against the three goofballs named New Jack Mustafa and D'Lo Brown, old pie face. And I got news for you. You may be laughing now. Sure, Jim Cornette, look at that arm. Absolutely nothing there. <laughs> but I know something you don't know. Well, as a matter of fact, I know a lot of things you don't know, but I'm going to share one of them with you next week. So you just remember, gangsters, you may be laughing now, but by the time February 26th and Sunday Bloody Sunday rolls around, when we get in the ring for that six-man tag, you ain't going to be laughing because we got a trick up our sleeve that's going to put an end to the smiles on your faces and maybe put an end to your wrestling career. And in the process, it's going to get me the revenge that I need and that I deserve for what happened to me Christmas night, which shouldn't happen to a dog, which I guarantee you will happen to a gangster. All right, Doc, go to you first. What you got from uh, Corny and the bodies right there? Man, how good was that? That was a fantastic promo. And so now we've got... We've had three really, I mean, one good and two really great promos in this episode so far. I'm interested, though, what popped you? What line got you? You said something got you. He said he had personality problems. Right after that, he goes, I'll go off from time to time. I was like, really? 
<laughs> right. That's, you, don't, <laughs> you don't say, huh? Yeah. Saying, man, like, you know, when you're watching it back then, uh, or, or, you know, if you were watching back then, you, you don't have the, the, the foresight and the hindsight that you would have now where, you know, you've listened to him cut promo after promo and just go off like he's crazy sometimes um, on his not 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 literally crazy, but he goes off whether you agree with him or not. He goes off. And and I'm like, so when he said that, <laughs> it, it popped me because I'm thinking of his rants that that he he has these days. So, Harper, you were saying something. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I like when he says uh, when I hear to win a popularity contest. Mm-hmm. I like when he just tosses the bracket in front of him like, all right, let's get serious. He also called Del Rey a problem child, which I thought was great, too. Just that line. Am I yeah. the only one that am I the only one that's waiting for Del Rey to say the N word in this feud? Yes. No, you're not the only one. Okay. Did you no. see Del Rey? Did you see Del Rey look up the sleeve when he said he had a trick up his sleeve? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've missed. I've missed. I've missed. Smooth, Mr. Smooth up in you. He's uh, Harper. Sure. Harper, I know you're tired, but can you hit me a, a, a quick little smooth up in you real quick for, for us? Smooth up in ya. All right, Mike, how about you? Come on. It's for bullet smooth boys. Up in ya. Come on, what are you doing, Ash? Yeah. It's like, it's like a mashup between Bones Thugs and the Bullet Boys. That's smooth great. Smooth up in ya. All right. Oh. Get the Gomer Powell version. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw these. Uh, here, Gomer. I saw these guys at the county fair in 1998. Yeah. They're still pretty good. Right. We get, we get, we get a lot of hate mail. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes, but man, I just want to shout out all the hate, people there. Hate mail. Enjoy our level of, of stupidity that send us messages like the Adam Prices and the Sean Sparks and the Nick Fawcett's of the world. Uh, I want to send a shout out to all of y'all who always send us things and tell us how much we pop y'all. So thank hey, you. Hey, here's the here's the thing, and it's in line with what Corny will say all the time. We're over here yucking it up and having fun, but when do we yuck it up and have treat the the product with with uh, disrespect? We don't. We're here to we here we put the product of the sport of the sport of professional wrestling over, but we do it wrapped in a package where we're cutting up and having fun because that's what dudes do when they hang out. You damn right we do. And you know what? I'm serious down at well. I'm sort of serious down at my day job. So why do I want to be serious here? Yeah. Hey, Mike, you know, you, you got to be serious when you're trying to raise some children and try to keep Sasha out of Target so she doesn't spend all your money and you go to your shoot job. We didn't come here to be serious. We're going to treat the products. We try to, we could treat the product serious, but who's sending us hate mail, man? Yeah. Get to stepping, man. Who who, 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 who sends hate mail? We do this for the army and the patrons. And the docaholics and people with good taste. So there you go. I hate this and, term. But and now, and now, and now more than ever. Now more than ever. Back when we were kids, you know, if you don't like it, change the channel. Well, now more than ever, you have more options on how to spend your discretionary free time. So if you don't like this, we'll see you later. Bitches. We don't. We don't answer to any sponsors. Nobody's gonna call us and go, guys. You said we don't do that. Now the other day we had to edit out Harper because he started saying right. things he shouldn't have said but we'll censor ourselves and hang out with you guys how about that you had to edit out hopper 
Remember when he said that thing about that guy that we like? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, Harper was. I want to say Harper was. I don't want to say what episode it was. But people. But he Harper must. Was, he well, he must have got a salty that day. I think Harper got a toothy blowjob right before we went on the air because he was. <laughs> he was in in rare form. He was super duper salty that day. So anyway. That, even talked about the next day. We were like, Harper was hilarious, but man, he was surly for some reason too. <laughs> so anyway, I thought this was really, really good. And now you've had Corny come out there and cut a fantastic promo, and Lawler cut a fantastic promo, and you've got the 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 legends of the business doing their showing their their work for you. I just I think this has been good so far. And I'll tell you this: so far, it's made me want to change my rating because it's been better. Here's the other thing. I like talking about this wrestling with you guys because sometimes the episodes when I watch them by myself, I get interrupted. I'm like, I don't know how good that was. I'm in a hurry. And then we sit in here and talk about it. And I'm like, maybe it's better than I thought it was. That always happens, and it's because of children. You can't get through an episode without being stopped. And I ain't complaining. I'm just saying it's a fact. Man, I'm, I'm t- it's, it, with, it is with the, saying it happens. For our Spanish-speaking audience out there, es la verdad. That is the truth, pal. These kids, these kids hear your apps come on and they're like, will you play with me? <laughs> dad, dad, uh, doc, I will tell you, it gets better. Trust me. My interruptions are less than yours, but it's because mine are older and I'm no longer cool. And I'm just an asshole to them that, you mm-hmm. know, pays bills and pays their bills and phone bills and all that. And yeah, they, they kind of ignore me for the You're moment. knocking out, knocking out rent and wanting the big piece of chicken. I know. Yeah. Your kids ask to play with you? Bruh, his are at that age where Harper, here's what you don't you don't I don't think you you understand. We grew up in an era, you and I and Doc, where we literally entertained ourselves. We I'm telling you, something is different about these children today. We found ways to go outside and entertain ourselves, whether it was playing in dirt or figuring out some kind of game to play with what we had at our disposal. It just a, it's just a fact. We found ways to entertain ourselves. These kids today, they do not have the mental capacity for whatever reason. And I and I go at it with my wife about this sometimes. They when mine were younger, they do not have the mental capacity or there's something blocking them from feeling like they can go out and entertain themselves. So they literally want you to entertain them. And I'm like, it don't work that way. You got some toys. You got this. You got that. Go play. No. They want you to entertain them. It's a different. I'm telling you, it's a different mentality. I know exactly what Doc's talking about. It ain't like with us when we used to play. Harper, about two years ago, I took I was outside working in the yard and Latrell comes out and he's like, I'm bored. And I'm like, hey, I got an idea. I'm about to plant something over there in that box. There's a there's a planter box full of dirt. Go dig in that shit. And he looked at me. He looked at me like I was crazy. And then he went over there and did it, and he found, like, some worms, and he was, like, he looked at me, like, 10 minutes later, I'm working and just kind of doing stuff. And he's, like, Dad, this is great. (laughs) With this, like, holy shit moment. And I was, like, yeah, you should do more of that. He's never never dug in that dirt again, ever. Not once. You got stupid shit all the time, Doc. He was, like, here, just go explore go explore they won't even go in the backyard without us out there 
and ours is completely fenced off and locked. Yeah. <laughs> not only fenced off, it's like a wooden fence. It's not a chain link where you can right. see into it. Oh, I live on the good part of town, dude. We've got a fancy fence. Yeah. Like, I got to get out there in a little bit and stain it because I got to keep it up because it costs so much money. But they can't go out there by themselves. All right. I'm like, I'm like go out there. God, fuck it. I would have never fucking asked my dad to play with me. Me? <laughs> Dude, if I walked up to my dad, like, I'm bored playing with me, my dad would have probably would have, like, who the fuck are you? Oh, oh I, I, here, here's, here, here's, okay, let me, let me shoot. Let, let me shoot this. It is, what time is it? It is 7.35 a.m. when we're cutting this shit. And Mike and I don't go to work today, so we're off. It's a Friday afternoon. And the daughter is home. She's three. We've been recording now for about 35 minutes. Before I recorded, so before 7 a.m., she already outlined the two things that she wants to play with me today before her brother gets home from school. We have to do puzzles and color a picture. I mean, I didn't will you play with me. I got handed a list before 7 a.m. <laughs> White privilege is real, pal, and it's with the children. Okay, I don't think that's that's what it is. I think it's, I think no. it's, they don't. I think today's children do not know how to entertain themselves. That's crazy, man. man it would have been like, there's all outside out there. Go find it. That's what we would have got. Yeah. And the Mike, the Mike went and found the the French Quarter at eight years old, but that's a different story. All right. Well, I know that there's people out there that like you are not far off from the truth. What you just said. I know I'm not. I speak the truth when I come on here, but I know that there's people out there that are like, man, why are they talking about all this shit? Let's get back to the wrestling. So let's get back to the wrestling for these people. Let's get back to wrestling. We got a confrontation with Jr. and Bob Armstrong that's about to take place. And let's hear what they got to say. This week, ladies and gentlemen, on Confrontation, Commissioner Bob Armstrong is here. Uh, a lot of uh, action, unsportsmanlike action, has been going on the last uh, several weeks here in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. I know you've reviewed a lot of the tapes, and it's time, uh, unfortunately, for some of these people to be uh, levied some fines. Well, I think you're right. You know, it's gone far enough, and when it goes far enough, you got to put a stop to it. The first fine I've got is Miss Tammy Fitch. Now, she ignored her suspension. It's going to cost her $1,000. The next one, Eddie Gilbert, for his actions against Mr. Ricky Morton, I'm going to find him $2,500. Wow. You're, you mean business here, don't you? I do mean business. It's about time, don't you think, Jim? Yes, sir. And as far as Chris Candido, what does that say right there to you? Well, it says attack. All right. For his attack, it's going to cost him 1,000 smackaroos. On Boo Bradley. Exactly right. All right. Now, the next one. It's somebody I've been putting up with quite a while called the gangsters. We let them get away with murder. It's time to stop. And I think you've got some VTR here on what just exactly happened to the new wild-eyed southern boys. Exactly right. Let's take you back, ladies and gentlemen, and show you exactly what Bob Armstrong's talking about. Here's what the gangsters did just uh, days ago. All right, they, they go to a, a replay. Um, so Tammy's fine. Eddie Gilbert's fine. Candido's been fined. Um... They throw it to the gangsters, laying Smothers out, and Scott Armstrong saving Tracy, but the gangsters laying them both out eventually. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on the opening of that promo before I go any further? Uh, yeah, so 
Is Eddie Gilbert dead? How are they going to get this money? Well, he dies on the 18th, right? February? Yeah, something like that. Um, And Doc's yeah. trying to be funny. I mean, like, they That's had no idea. Five, seven days from the date, but it's very weird when you look at it through 2019 eyes. But anyway. So is Do they Macar- bring it up? Is Macar- no. Is Smackaroos a Smoky Mountain amusement park currency, or what does that mean? Smackaroos. Now, I've heard that one before. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not common. I haven't. It's not like a common thing, but I would hear people say that a long time ago. Okay. Those are bi- that's big money for what Smoky Mountain's probably paying out. Yeah. Twenty five hundred for one person is a lot. Yeah, that's a lot now. Yeah. Sure the hell is. I might give you twenty five hundred dollars. You'd be like, woohoo! <laughs> I'll take that. Hopper, anything else? Or can we keep going? I just, it's just, he just talks about the different fines that he's been giving out. Okay. Then we hear no. Then we hear Noe again. Hey Tommy, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> Tommy loves the show. Stop. Leave I Tommy. know he does. I said hi to Tommy. He loves the show. This is part. He gets to hear part of his his history that he liked, and I think that's great that we can do that for him. I hope. I know he's had some health challenges in the last year, and I hope he's doing better. Yeah. What's I mean? Hey Tommy. All right. We go to the rest of the promo with the confrontation uh, with. Armstrong and Jr. Here's the rest. So, of it. Whoa, whoa, hold on. So we see what? My only note for this was, and I want to put this out there ahead of time, is watch this with the idea of how in the hell I was waiting for somebody from the crowd to jump into this. You'll have to explain what you mean by that after the promo. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. See the videotape, and now uh, what's that going to cost them? That's going to cost the gangsters $1,500 a piece. And also, Mr. Belo is going to have to pay $1,500 himself. We're going to get the whole group while we're getting. Maybe they'll learn a lesson if we teach them all. And maybe that'll settle some things around here and keep the fighting inside the ring where it's supposed to. What you mean? What you mean $1,500 for what? For what? You discriminate, man. Again, you prejudice. That's bull crap. Yeah, it is. You discriminate. That's prejudice. That's garbage. As long as what? you wrestle, as long as you wrestle for Smoky Mountain Wrestle, you will abide by the rules of society. I don't care if you're black, white, green, yellow. You're going to go by the rules because that is the law. That's garbage, man. That's garbage, man. And you know why you're doing it. Because your son was involved, man. That's the only reason you're doing that. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Maybe that's I don't have like to abide by nothing. You got to abide by these no. rules. I ain't got to abide by no law. You ain't. You can't take a hike. I abide by the law of the street. All right. So, um... Basically, the gangsters are fined, and D'Lo is fined as well. The gangsters are mad. They come out. They jump Bob Armstrong. Bob Armstrong is saved by Dirty White Boy and a bunch of other faces eventually. Doc, you got anything? You you made a statement before. Can you add to whatever else you were saying? Well, they're jumping Bob, so I was just thinking how many people were on the edge of their seat. I'm going to go help him. Yeah, really, huh? Bob's getting jumped by a bunch of... What? Let's get in there, Billy Joe. Yeah. We could we could stop this. Right. 
I think those Billy Joes and uh, Billy Bobs in the crowd knew shit from Sugar, and they weren't trying to get any piece of that action. Just my opinion. Well, who's, okay, so then let's play that out. Who's that one at Jersey? I don't know who the fuck that is. Well, is I mean, that I, I've heard... No, that's... Uh, that's the right? furnace, huh? Who the fuck is that? That's not Doug Furness. Is that a Troy Aikman jersey? Yeah. Who the fuck is that? It's got to be an enhancement talent. That's fucking Troy Aikman. Yeah. Who the fuck? Well, he can't see. He's on his phone. All right, Tommy Noe. Tommy Noe. Who is that? Yeah, I can't even be sure that that's a... Yeah, I mean, it's... Let's get the star on his shoulder. Okay, I couldn't see it. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. It, it's definitely an Aikman jersey. But go ahead, Doc. What were you saying? Well, then the other thing I would say is at home, how many people just shook their head and got disgusted when, when New Jack rolls in the ring and says it's discrimination? Because those people don't like those other people saying those kinds of things. <laughs> and, and and the one thing people like that love hearing is is when they say, "I don't care if you're white, black," and then they throw in a bunch of stupid colors. Yeah. <laughs> instead of just saying, I, "I don't care if you're black, Latino, Asian, Middle Eastern," they got to say yellow, purple, and blue. I mean, it's just no. Just say the races. <laughs> Just say the other races. Now we're gonna in 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 we need Harper to teach in top of on top of BTT sensitivity training. We need him to teach uh, diversity and inclusion training. Race relations. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Harper <laughs> teaching a corporate diversity and inclusion <laughs> course? <laughs> Shit. Ah, I got tears in my eyes. Now, 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 let's let's talk about the Arabs. First of all, you can't you can't call them that. Let's <laughs> talk about the freaking Arabs. I can see Harper in his suit at the head of a class in a corporation. <laughs> Holy shit! Ah, <laughs> uh, that class would be lit. And we can't say queer. Okay. Well, <laughs> technically you can because it's part of LGBTQ now. Oh, that's what that is. Well, what the fuck's it? Wait, what is it now? L L G. Okay, L's lesbian. G is gay. B B B is bi. Yeah. Okay. T T. Transformer. Yeah. And then queer is queer. And I've asked the question, just in all seriousness and honesty, what makes Q different than L and G and haven't gotten a good answer? That's true. Because uh, because they'll say, well, this, 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 this. I go, well, isn't that covered by T? And then they're like, you hate gay people. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. I really don't. I'm just curious about how we keep adding letters onto this. Yeah, what's That's it? true. Like, 
Because, I mean, I feel like if I, not that I would ever do this, but I feel like if I would say the Q word in a meeting, like, that's, that feels, like, very derogatory. I feel like the Q word is kind of like the N word. There's certain people that can say it, but it's not me. They they, they can say it to themselves, but I'm going to stand over here and wait for football season to start. I'm I'm not trying to say that word, man. That, that, that feels like really slimy to say that. Does it? Like, I'm not saying that the, that if, if you are, if that's your choice, I don't really, dude, I don't give a flying. Is it taking money out of my pocket or making me? eat up my time and my day if the answer is no and no then and we're probably going to be pretty good yeah i just feel like that word feels like if i heard let me say this if i heard somebody in a corporate environment say that word i would pause and look at them like man i don't know if you should have said that 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 don't feel right but whatever i'm not here to look whatever yeah that's true queer is like a uh it's like saying fruit (laughs) that feels dirty man right Uh, i can't you know uh, whatever butt pirate what a butt pirate okay that's definitely not you didn't grow up saying that like when you were a kid no we never used that one yeah whatever i bet doc did i don't know what you're talking about See, here we go. All right, let's get back to the show. We got a promo with Les interviewing Bob Armstrong, but we were all over the place in this episode. Let's go to that right now. Here it is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm a little bit speechless here. I don't quite know what to say about the actions of the gangsters, uh, that gang attack on uh, on the commissioner, Bullet Bob Armstrong. Uh, Les Thatcher, I understand, has gone back to the locker room area. Let us take you there now and see if we can find out more about this very appalling situation. We're back in the locker room with Commissioner Bob Armstrong and Bullet. Just a few minutes ago, what started out to be a conversation between you and Jim Ross turned into a physical confrontation between you and the gangsters. Let's talk about it. You know, just when I thought it was all over, I could get back out of the ring, be the commissioner of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, try to lay the law down, make everybody abide by the rules. It just goes to show you there's always somebody. I finished with Cornette, and here come the gangbusters, the gangsters, whatever they call themselves. I don't appreciate it. I don't like them laying their hands on me. So I'm going to tell you what I am going to do, Les, and I'll take this right before the board of directors, and I know they'll agree with me. On the 25th in Johnson City in that brawl in the hall, I'm adding myself to that six-man tag. And, well, let's just get all the gangsters, you know, just put something in a corner and pile them up like you would a bunch of rats. Me, Tracy Smothers, my adopted son, and my son, old Dixie Dynamite himself, Scott Armstrong. Let's get us all together in a six-man tag and brawl all the way down the hall so if they want New to. New Jack, Mustafa, and D'Lo Brown. Every one of them. Old D'Lo, B'Lo, any way you want to say it. I don't keep up with the okay. names. I know they're all Commissioner getting... Armstrong, wait a minute. This might not be the best time to ask you for a favor, but remember you said you owed me one. See, I got my commissioner's cap on. I'm trying to be official, too. You remember this commissioner's cap. Well, I want something, too, because, you see, the gangsters... They're doing a little leg-breaking collection around here. They're trying to collect broken legs. They tried to break mine. They tried to break Steve's. They just tried to break Bob Armstrong's. I think somebody ought to get something back at them. Now, I've got my own six-man at Sunday Bloody Sunday. Me and the Heavenly Bodies against all three of the gangsters. And i got a little idea. I think what that match needs to make it even is a special referee. And I'll tell you exactly who i got in mind. <laughs> well, you know, 
I do owe you a favor, and that sounds like just a man that might can handle it. You got your special referee. Special referee. When I pick you, a favor, I pick it good, you brother. You want to share that with us? No, I don't, Les Thatcher. I sure don't, but we'll share it with the gangsters, all right. <laughs> well, Bobby? Hey, the rest remains to be seen. All right. That's it from the dressing room. Let's go back to the ring. Um, I thought the doc, what do you have from uh, that right there? Is uh, Bob called D-Lo B-Lo on purpose? Yeah, yeah. Um, Corny's always showing up asking for things these days. Now that he and Bob Armstrong have got a Caucasian connection. Uh, so how ripped is Bob looking there still? Yeah, Bob looks good, man. Man, he's yoked up. Dude, he he looks good. I mean, and consider how old he is as we say that. That's a yeah. that's another. Well, note. and what I mean by that is, how hard is it to keep muscle mass at that age, man? He's a freak. He's just one of them old men, bro. That's just fucking strong. He's, and, he's yeah. built Ford tough, man. Jeez, right? Like a That'll, rock. Like a rock. So Very we're gonna commercial. get a. I just yes, love the, the fact it. that. He and Corny or I mean, he Corny and the King are having a contest to see who can be the meanest to Les Thatcher. No, I do not. Do you want to share that? No, I do not want to share that with you, Les Thatcher. Um, I wonder who the special referee is. Dude, I, uh, fuck. <laughs> what, Hopper? I saw I was thinking, ooh, who's it going to be? And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. If you don't like small rosters, don't ever go back and watch world class. <laughs> um, you yeah. World class. I'm telling you, man, they beat the piss out of that Von Eric Freebird feud. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. And you're right about small rosters. It was a combination of the Freebird and Von Eric. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a hot feud. I'm not I'm not I'm not going I mean, there. To me, to me, that's what like world class was. Well, it, it in the, the irony about what you're saying is it started in December of 82. Lance and I were just talking about this. It started in 82, late 82, with the cage match that the three of us did a review on and for Patreon members. And what people don't realize is by August of 84, it's still going on. And you're like, damn, they've done every combination known to man. And it's long in the tooth. But you're right. When we think about what world class was, that's that's what we think of. It was like, well, that feud. Well, guess what? That shit kind of technically in its first iteration pretty much ends in 84. World class goes another four years, man. Mm. Yeah. You know, four to five years. It's like. I don't know, bro. It's hard to. Doc, you made a point, though, about small rosters, man. They when you have a small roster, you got to literally do different combinations and try to slice it up every every different way. But anyway, um, Doc, anything else on um, mm-hmm. that promo? Harper, what about you? Nah. We just watched uh, Scotty McKeever versus Buddy Landell. Um, Buddy Landell wins with the figure four. Doc, you got anything from it? Mm-mm. All right. Harper, you? Nah. Buddy, excuse me, he retires as the Beat the Champ TV title holder with that win. Um so there's that. Um, they plug a fan poll, vote yes or no. Should Bullet Bob wrestle while commissioner? More ways. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, 
No. There you have it. Yeah, so we'll I see what happens voted. there. You called and voted. Call one nine hundred seven three Smokey if you want to get your. I got my mom's permission first. That's good. That's she says, "Yeah, go ahead and do that. Don't well, stay Chris on there too long." I would never thought of like, "Hey, can I, can I call this number?" Remember those fucking nine seven six stupid ass yes yes fucking numbers? You would call up and be like some dumb shit. It's, I have I have never in my life called a number that required me to pay money just for calling. Never, never. And it was like, it's fucking crazy how they, how, when you think back to the 80s, how, how much they like took advantage of like fucking kids when it comes to cartoons based off of toys, cereal, commercials. Bruh, it's worse now. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy how. Hey, hey, my. My, uh, we go to the store and the damn macaroni and cheese boxes have cartoon characters on them so that they'll want that flavor when it's yeah. the same as all the others. Right. Fuck, I remember them days, like, fucking wanting to post... Fuck, I remember wanting to post cereal just for those those shitty baseball cards. There you Call go. It marketing. Mm-hmm. Booker, and, and Man's, it, Booker Man's been working the mark since the, since the mark showed up. And what was fucked up about it was they had permission to use the uh, the players' names, but they but they didn't have uh, permission from the fucking league, so there was no logo. Like it'll yeah, say like it was just George Brett, Kansas City Royals, and there'll be no fucking logo on his hat. Right, I right. Remember that they 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 they'd Photoshop it out, whatever right. it wasn't Photoshop at the time, but they would they would remove it out. Right. <laughs> Just a plain hat. It would be the color of the Royals, and mm-hmm. that was it. Um, target marketing. All right, we go to the next match. It is Boo Bradley versus the Wolfman, Doc. Um, these, did you see these two assholes howling at each other at the beginning? Yes. And, and then Les goes, I think they're communicating. Scary thing is, I think they're communicating. <laughs> uh, uh, here's the other question I have. At all times, how far is a sack of shitty weed away from the Wolfman? My thing is, why is he called a Wolfman? Nothing about him says canine or fucking wolf. Nothing about you (laughs) says computers or technology. Technology, boogie. Uh, Yeah, I, I don't know, Harper. I can't answer that. There's a story about him that Corny's told, and I'll be damned if I can re- can't remember it right now. But he was hanging out, and he knew somebody, and he kept begging was, for a spot or something. It was a uh, buddy Lindell's buddy. Oof. So you what? know he's got a sack of stems and seeds somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Then I was like, wait, did we see this already too? By this, he's talking about Tammy coming right. out. Like an old lady and them trying to gang up on Boo Bradley. And then Tammy accidentally sprays Candido in the eyes. And then we saw it, but we're seeing the reverse of it here where now Boo is going to feed Candido a can of Alpo dog food. So that's mm. the that's the the twist on it. Basically, Boo is getting his comeuppance from what we saw. It's the reverse of what we saw a couple weeks back. Right, right. 
and that's that. He doesn't even feed it to him. He he scoops it out of the can and he throws it at Candido. And poor Candido is um will do anything. I'm starting to realize they replace the canvas next week because of all the dog food and shit in this canvas. But um yeah. we'll talk about that on next week's show. All right. Any other thoughts on this match uh, that Boo Bradley won and got his comeuppance against Candido by feeding him and throwing dog food at him, Doc? Oh, oh, you're that's right. Wolf, that's uh, Wolfman for no. Yeah, like fucking Teen Wolf. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, all right. What? Nothing. I, yeah, I'm thinking of that movie. <laughs> we go <laughs> next to Unibomb versus Robert Gibson. Um. These two, they take up the last four minutes of the episode, but there's not much to report, to be honest. They run right. on a TV and they go off air and nothing is hitting the fan when they go off air. It's just kind of like a very soft finish to the show. Uh, Hopper, you got anything to add? I mean, they, they literally do nothing. You, you saw the ref kicking a dog foot out the ring. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. That canvas yeah. had to be full of shit, blood, and dog food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, nothing. I mean, it, it goes to commercial. And then why is he wearing that fucking shirt? It says like Logan, uh, Logan's uh, steakhouse. Why is on, who wearing what shirt? Uh, Gibson. I mean, uh, Eddie Gilbert. Yeah, I don't know. Pronouns, pal. God damn it. You Hopper are the worst with that. Y'all motherfuckers will say he, she, they. <laughs> I just I just assume that we're familiar enough that I can just cut do my shortcuts and you're slow on the uptake and can't get get there. But it I ain't know. me. I know who you're talking about. It's the fucking DMs that I get from people going, well, uh, well, who uh, who is he and who is that? I like what? So I know I, I know who you're talking about when you say he, they, she. Especially she. There's not many she's, you know, but whatever. All right. Uh, I don't have any other thoughts as this episode closes. That's one of the reasons why I think, Doc, you weren't so high on this episode because of the way it closed. But anyway, uh, we do need to give out some disability checks. Uh, before we do that, I want to remind everyone to become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. It's a great way to support this show, get extra content. The video versions of these episodes we do when we post on our Patreon page at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Over 200 plus Patreon exclusive episodes over there now. Get them. Again, sign up. Uh, Doc, which, how many disability checks are you going to give this one? Um, I'm going to tell you that it went up from what I had written down when we started. So the episode got better when we watched it together. Okay. What's that old song from 80s? I might like you better if we slept together. Um, uh, remember that song? Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay. Uh. Um, I'm going to say 8.0. That's what I was going to pick. All right. So both of y'all giving it an 8.0. I had a 7.7 7 coming in, but I bumped it up to an 8. All right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, we didn't need to get some say, What the what? fuck's he oh. wearing his shirt? Well, you got to wear a shirt. I mean, Logan's probably, fucking... Yeah. Roadhouse? That's just... It's probably for, just... For my, screen, for my screen, it looks like Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, but I'm <laughs> on a small screen, so never mind. Yeah, it's just, I guess it's just the shirt he went out there in, and that's all. Whatever. It happens. We do need to give out some government cheese. Um, named by longtime listener Shar Johnson. Let's give out the government cheese award. And um, 
Wow, I feel like we got a few different contenders here, to be honest. Agree. Yeah. Uh I I'm gonna um I'm gonna give mine to uh Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Who are you giving your to, Harper? Jerry Lawler. What about you, Doc? I had Lawler written down when we started the episode, but the the point three that I gave it was because of Corny and that promo he cut. So I'm switching mine over to Corny. Well, there there definitely was multiple contenders here. Yeah, and you can't go wrong either way on this one because those are two legends cutting two really really fantastic promos. So ain't lying about that. So I think we got it covered there. Um, Yeah. So this this episode ends an era of Smoky Mountain that. Uh, this is the last one with the uh, maybe we should have given the government cheese to the old uh, the old intro music. We will talk about that at the beginning of next week's episode, because I'm sure we have some thoughts on that. So we will uh, we will definitely discuss that. We I need want, at I, some point once he gets used to it, we need Harper to sing that in Gomer Powell voice. Oh, the Ugh. Clintons. Oh, all right. Well, we, we'll talk about that next week. Yes, I want to remind you all, please use the Amazon referral link at tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, hoes, and side pieces in your life and tell them to use that link whenever they buy things because we know women love shopping, especially online. That's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. If you missed that link or the Patreon link, it is in the description of this episode. Please use it. Um, also, shout out to the wrestling podcast about nothing with ROH's uh, Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. Give them a listen. And shout out to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. Check them out. They support us. Please support them. That's all I got. Hopper, if you don't have nothing else, hit the tagline. Get us home so we can go to the next episode with the new theme song. Book it, bitch. Before we get out of here, I want to shout out a couple of people, friends of the show. Also want to shout out some Patreon members and thank them for their patronage. Uh, Before I do all that, like I said, a couple of friends of the show and podcasts that we hope you support. 
Check out the wrestling podcast about nothing with Brian Malonis from ROH and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. Monday mornings, the shows drop. They talk current and classic wrestling, along with some indie stuff, too. But it's a good show. They're friends of mine. So please support them because they support us. Also, check out our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast run by buddies of mine, Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, as they give their take on the northern side of pro wrestling's history. Slightly classier, definitely more professional than we are. Thank you, Joe and Quinn, for all of your plugs. We appreciate it. Also, check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Prue and JV. They do their show. I believe their shows are dropping on Wednesdays these days. I keep forgetting, but uh, they're basically breaking down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check out Mike and JV as they do their thing. Great show. And also Mike and JV do the ECW Extreme Livecast on our Patreon feed at the $5 level. So good guys doing some good work, and I appreciate it, Mike and JV. Thank you for all of your support. And like I said, I want to thank all the Patreon members out there for their support and patronage. We really appreciate it. We do two shows a week that are free. And then in addition to that, we do more because of you guys. And we appreciate that. So thanks for supporting this show. Uh, It's definitely a great thing that you do for us and and supporting us. I mean, I can't say it enough. I'm eternally grateful for all the patrons we have. And as I'm talking about being eternally grateful, shout out to the Hall of Fame patrons. Kevin Carter, Michael Angel, Bob Richards, Rocky Swayzo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Dunyfin, Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Malbasa, LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott, at GA Russell Nut on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller, a.k.a. at Half Pints Point. Keep cutting them promos, kid. I know you would love when I say that. Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Mike Childry, Kyle Riley, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21, Josh Dunn, Ryan and Auburn, at Ryan and Auburn, that is, on Twitter. Good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, R.E. Miller 39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman 822, Marty Howell, T-Hog 94, Bold Unreal. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. That list is getting longer and longer. And I appreciate it. Thank you for your patronage. And thank you for being Hall of Fame patrons and supporting this show and everything we do. That's all I got. Thank you again, guys. We appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day and week and whenever or month or whenever you're listening to this. Thank you very much. And like Harper always says before we get out of here, book it, bitch. <laughs>